when the husband died and the wife came in and I showed her the bucket plan up on the board and put all her accounts in to remind her because he primarily drove the bus. She was in the meetings and she just looked down for like what felt like an eternity. And she looked up and tears were streaming down her eyes Mm. and she got up and walked around the table and gave me this bear hug like it never felt before and was like, I'm going to be okay, aren't I? This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our Take Action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike along with Luke Acree and our guests today are Jason Smith and Dave Allison. Jason is a speaker, financial planner, and best-selling author of The Bucket Plan, a must-read book for anyone serious about creating practical and sensible financial plan for your retirement years. Dave is a thought leader, speaker, and industry trainer with extensive expertise in financial and tax planning. Both guests have racked up numerous personal and professional accreditation, including Investment News 40 Under 40. Jason, Dave, welcome to Stay Paid. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. It is an honor to have you guys on the show. Looking forward to this. Um, I know you guys are going to drop a lot of wisdom and gold. I'd love to dive right in for the sake of time and just ask you, and maybe I'll throw this to you, Jason, is like the bucket plan. Where did it come from? What led you to write the book? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, bucketing in general is most people know has been around the industry for a long time. The first sightings of it was Harold Davinsky back in the 80s, a professor at Texas Tech that was also a financial planner, is, 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 who was using this kind of time-segmenting money based on the purpose and the time horizon of when you'll want to want or need to access those funds. And so um, the I knew nothing about that, right? In the 80s, I was running around in, in the backyard playing in the woods in diapers or whatever. And so... The, but the thing is, is I, I actually used to use boxes. And the funny thing was, is, is uh, I had a dry erase board in my office and I used to draw three boxes. And I used to talk to people about kind of like what you, what you would want for these accounts, right? Your now accounts. And I put a now above the box. And then these are your soon accounts that you might need to access for soon for income or withdrawals. And I'd write soon above that box. And then I'd write later above the third box. I'd be like, this is your long-term money. You may not need to access it for a long time, maybe money in the stock market, or you might leave that money on to beneficiaries. And I would literally have that. I'd, put, I'd write on sticky notes each account that they had. And I'd say, which box does this belong to? Hmm. You know, And then I would put those up on the board. And then one day I was doing this with a couple and I totaled up what was in each box, the sticky notes in each, the now, the soon, and the later. And I wrote them above each one of the boxes. And then I circled each one of those totals. And the guy says to me, he's like, 
you know, those look like buckets. He's like, you know, I've always had a bucket list, but I've never had a bucket plan. And I'm like, ding, ding, ding. ding, ding. Like, this is amazing. So I tell my wife, I go home, I tell her the story. She literally starts going about getting it trademarked. So wow. The bucket plan in these three boxes. You have a this smart book. wife. You have a smart I'm wife. Okay. And, um, and then I ended up finding out later on it's been around forever. A lot of people have been doing it. By no means do I take ownership of inventing it, but that's actually how the bucket plan started. And then over the years, like just layered in a financial planning process around that. And, um, you know, then wrote a book on it and, you know, just that's where we are today. So talk about the process because I know this is something that you use to walk clients through a process. And I know you guys have a kind of these steps that you go through, uh, share a little bit about that. Yeah. I'd love Dave to do that. Dave, Dave is our wizard these days. I've kind of passed the baton. He's our lead trainer of the bucket plan online and virtual trainings. And he's really taking it to a whole nother level. So go ahead, Dave. Sure. I I mean, I remember it was probably Jason, what, 15, 16 years ago, you were a student of strategic coach and Dan Sullivan's entrepreneurial coaching company. And, you know, there they're so focused on packaging your wisdom and building it into a unique process. Hmm. And so, You know, I remember the first time I started to hear Jason talk about his process for financial planning, which was the bucket plan, essentially. You know, I was familiar with the concept of bucketing and time segmenting money, like learned it in college, studying finance, but never had a proven track, a sales process to actually run on with clients. And, you know, financial planning process, it's a sales process, right? Mm -hmm. We have to sell the client that they should hire us as their financial advisor and implement a plan. And so, you know, one of the things that's always challenging as a financial advisor is we're typically selling something intangible, right? We're selling advice, we're selling portfolios. It's not like you can pick it up out of our office and take it home. And so how do you really kind of transform what we're selling into something that the client can actually experience and understand what they're going to go through. And that's where, you know, Jason said kind of taking the philosophy of bucketing or time segmenting money, but then building a process around that. We kind of boiled it down to four steps that we take a client through. And those four steps give us the ability to articulate what this kind of onboarding process is going to look like for the client. They're kind of our four Ds, discover, design, deliver, and then dedicate. And so within our sales process, the first thing that we need to do is really understand the client, understand their goals and objectives and their current finances. That's step one, discover. Typically an hour to an hour and a half meeting that we go through with the client. From there, we do all of our nerdy financial advisor stuff. We crunch the numbers, we analyze the data, we look at risk, we pick investments. Like we structure and begin to design the client's plan, right? How do we help them go from where they are today to where they wanna go in the most efficient manner? What strategies, portfolios, products, and vehicles do we have to do that? Well, once we you know, come out of our nerd lab of crunching all of these numbers, we need to then deliver that to the client. That's step three, the delivery phase. And, and we need to do it in a way that the client can actually understand how do we simplify all of this complexity of 
portfolio analysis and tax strategies and insurance and income distribution and actually delivered in a way that the client says, hey, this actually makes sense and I wanna move forward and I wanna hire you as my advisor to continue to guide us along the journey. And assuming we do a good job there, step four is dedicate. That's where we're dedicating our firm's resources to helping the client continue to navigate everything that could come up in their financial life. You know, whether it's ongoing financial planning, whether it's asset management, tax management, protection planning, or estate planning. And so kind of so what we- Right or low, what you're talking about right now, I'd love you to share like, so for everybody to visualize, right? These four steps are on the front of a laminated document that we'll kind of mm. show to the client or bring it up on the screen. Discover, design, deliver, dedicate. And it kind of bullet points what they're what's going to happen under each one. On the flip side of that, or on, on, on the second slide, which show the back side, which is the five tenets of financial planning. I think it's such a great way to explain what we do. So, Dave, if you want to kind of share that. Yeah. So again, you know, I think in sales in general, you know, part of the the opportunity that we all have to increase like the conversion of clients ending up hiring us is to eliminate kind of confusion along the way to give the client an exact kind of roadmap of where we're going, what we're going to be delivering, what they get out of it. And so to Jason's point, like building that visualization of discover, design, deliver, and dedicate on the front. And, you know, if you're kind of visualizing those four steps or those four D's, you know, kind of some bullet points under of what we're going to do in each of those meetings and what the outcome is going to be. And then flip it over to the back side, right? What most people are looking for when they're interviewing an advisor like us is somebody who can provide kind of a holistic approach to all those areas, financial planning, asset management, tax management, protection planning, and estate planning. And so that back visual is like, this is what we do. This is our unique bringing all these different areas together so that they're Mm. well coordinated on your behalf and just really helps kind of connect the dots for the consumer every step of the way throughout the process. You know the stats. Surviving spouses frequently change their financial advisor and connecting with the next generation is a constant challenge. What if there was a way you could get everyone in a household to know, like, and trust you, reduce ACATs, and increase your referral rate? By sending a personally branded magazine full of entertaining and educational content from Reminder Media, you stay top of mind consistently with your clients. Perceived as a gift, over 20% of recipients save these magazines for up to 10 weeks, helping you connect with everyone in the home and ensuring your clients stay your clients. Visit ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidFinancial to request your free PDF sample. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidFinancial. Take action on this today. Is it the visualization of like, do you find that it's even less about telling people you're going to this discover design and all, you know, delivery dedicate type stuff as much as is showing them visually so they can like see it. Is that like a, the big breakthrough um, like for the consumer or do you find like it is literally mapping out the, so like working with them through each process, I guess. I mean, I, I think anytime you going back to what Dave was sharing, when we're trying to take something 
you know, and make it visual, right? And and that's what's so hard about our business and what we're trying to do for people. So we've created, in addition to the three buckets of now, soon, and later, and for them to be able to see safe and liquid inside of the now bucket, yeah, you know, uh, conservative in income inside the soon bucket, and long uh, and long term growth and legacy planning inside of the later bucket, and there's even like kind of you know, what these things do or the components checklist underneath of these three buckets. Um, We also have, you know, we've created, even talking about tax planning strategies, uh, we have the funnels, right, of like like describing the three ways that money's taxed and how those funnels fill the buckets. So anytime we can simplify, right, and create visuals to explain concepts, We have a measuring cup that we use to explain taxation of the money. And so it's, it's all these things that, you know, and I think, you know, a lot of people have heard this before, but you know, a confused mind can't make decisions. Mm. And what we're talking to them about financial tax, legal insurance, you know, comprehensive holistic wealth management, which is what we do. It's a very overwhelming and very confusing topic for a lot of people. So as advisors, in my opinion, our number one job is to simplify. We have to always keep focused on how do we simplify things into stories, into analogies, into visuals, into the pyramid of risk is another one. <laughs> and so everything we do, we're always trying to create these visuals that they can, that there's some familiarity. People know what a measuring cup, they know what funnels are, they know what buckets are, they know what a pyramid is. So, so all these different concepts that we utilize and create these visuals are all focused on simplifying, even the four steps with the five tenets of planning. Like we just always want to create whatever we can to simplify it for the, for the client. The yeah, that's so good. Do you um, do you do it? Um, this is more of a technical question. Do you do it uh, with software or do you do it like literal paper when you're in front of them? Like what works better for the advisor from a converting standpoint when they're doing the, me- the meeting? Honestly, you know, we typically see what works best is when you're interactively kind of sketching this out on a dry erase okay. board or if you're doing a virtual meeting, you know, that's what I do with most of my clients. I'm sketching this out on a tablet, you know, kind of whiteboarding it, building it with them, uh, very much like, you know, building a house. The, the architect is going to work with you to design it together. Um, you know, when we get from, and, and that's a big part of the design phase of what we do, step two. When we get to deliver, that's where we're sitting down and kind of putting a, a really pretty package plan okay. deliverable, kind of taking the stuff that we sketched out together and bringing it to life and memorializing it in in a nice kind of deliverable that the client's going to have and be able to take home. And even more specifically, to answer your question, Luke, do we do financial modeling, tax modeling, investment analysis, and have those reports? We do. You know, we have that locked and loaded in our spiral browned uh, plan deliverable for in person or bringing it up on the screen. So all that work has been done. But some people just some people don't want you to pop the hood and see what the Agree, engine man. Looks like. Yeah, they want to get in the car and just know it's going to start and hit the gas and steer the wheel. And so we have it. But I tell you what, I would say uh, at least two thirds of the people, even high net worth people that we work with, 
they don't need to see it, right? right? They don't want to see it. Maybe when they get home, they look at it. Maybe they don't. But they just want to understand how we've simplified it. And that's why we're always packaging it into the pyramids and the buckets and the funnels and the measuring cups. It's I so- mean, Jason's, Jason's heard this story, but it was probably about two months ago. I was delivering a bucket plan for a $30 million client wow. leaving a big wire house. So high, ultra high net worth guy by, you know, the, the definition out there. And it was interesting, like so much complexity to his plan, estate planning, all this different trust work, a lot of different investment work. He had a couple hedge funds and we had everything packaged in his three simple buckets. Now bucket is his liquidity, soon bucket is his cash flow, later bucket is his long-term growth and legacy. And after a two hour meeting with him, he's, and his trustee was in there as well, who was a CPA, he sit back. He sat back and said, "You know, my biggest takeaway from this meeting is I've never seen all my assets on one page compartmentalized like you have it here with my now, soon, and later wow. bucket. Like so much complexity went into this plan. But his biggest takeaway: thirty million dollar client, seventy two years of age, been around the block. He worked on Wall Street for a long time. Was he never saw?" Kind yeah. of his assets on one page in these three simple buckets based on purpose, time horizon, and his goals. That is so true, too, because I think of my biggest frustration all the time I've gone through this like trust plans and stuff like <laughs> that is been like it is so freaking complicated and you don't have the time to lay it all out. And so you get frustrated because you don't know what you have, what you don't have. It's all, it kind of gets uh, spread out. So simplifying it. And I love the, I, I want the audience to make sure they didn't miss it. Cause I think this applies to whether you're in real estate, mortgage, financial advising across the board, doing the sketching out when you're in the room with them, I think it's so powerful because it literally shows your authority on the subject matter and your ability, like you said, to take complex concepts and break them down into real clarity and real ease of understanding. And you're visually showing them your ability to do that right there. And they're a part of it at the same time, which is just massive. 100%. And I want to piggyback off of that because it's so important. So these things that we talk about, the three buckets, for example, the now, soon, later, we have a version that has like the words in it. And that's what we do to explain the philosophy in general, right? Like if you look up the bucket plan on YouTube, there's a whiteboard video, a couple minutes long, explains it real well. You'll see all the visuals. And so, but when we go to actually working with the client, we have all the words removed. All it says is now, soon, and later, and the buckets, buckets are empty. And we're sketching it out and we're talking it through it with the client. Same thing on the pyramid of risk. When we go and we actually put their assets in the high and the medium and the low risk category, and we're writing in, you know, their dollar amounts and talking to them about it. So we have like the structure of the pyramid there. We have the structure of the buckets. But we have the structure of the funnels, but the importance, you just nailed it, is we have to write in a lot of the words and the balances and everything else because it makes us the authority. And actually, if I'm in person with someone, I love being up on a dry erase board or a smart board or a panel board because I'm standing and I. it's almost like the teacher yes. and the student. There's a psychology to that. That is so good, man. Yeah, I love that. Well, and. 
And I just wanted to kind of piggyback one thing. Again, I think this transcends any industry, certainly not specific to financial advisors, but as you're looking to scale your sales team, in our case, more financial advisors, right? What Jason mentioned earlier of giving them the tools makes the process repeatable, trainable, delegatable, right? So like me as a financial advisor, I've got a ceiling of capacity, right? I'm in a service industry. There's only so many clients I can serve. Mm. And so to grow my business, I got to hire another financial advisor. Well, to be able to plug them into a four-step process, discover, design, deliver, dedicate, to give them the tools like Jason mentioned. So now all they need to do is stand in front of the whiteboard and help kind of walk the client through sketching these out it starts to multiply and scale your sales department, your business development efforts. I mean, everything starts to come together in a more efficient manner. That's awesome. Do you use this as like a, as a lead generation also? Like, are you kind of promoting the bucket plan as a way to get prospects attentions and get them to raise their hand or does it all come into, there you go, we're holding up the book. He's holding (laughs) up the book. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and that's been like one of the biggest benefits of it all, right? Having a unique process that, you know, sounds different than every other financial advisor and being able to build out a lot of marketing collateral. So we have, you know, we do a lot of virtual workshops. Uh, We do a lot of in-person workshops. Um, All of it kind of layers back into the proven process that we take all of our clients through, which is the bucket plan. We have all kinds of content. I mean, I could go to pretty much any one of these chapters in this book and, you know, that could be its own segment of specialized content to be able to push out there and That's use amazing. for lead generation back in. It's a fantastic lead magnet. You know, if you think about, you know, marketing in general, right? Marketing is lead generation. Yep. The bucket plan book is a fantastic lead magnet in that regard, right? To capture. And then we do a lot of, you know, online seminars, a lot of online education around different topics, estate planning, social security, taxes, you know, different areas but you know and when they attend that book it's like you know if they attend that webinar you know one of the things we'll do is like they get the book right and then we mail out to book to them and then we do from there we're doing a fit call to make sure they're a right fit for us we're a right fit for them etc that's a 20 minute consultation and then you know at that point they come in and go through the four-step process but the bucket plan book is great for a lead magnet but also what we found is people don't throw away books, right? Books have legs, right? Mm-hmm. They, they they hang around. And even though the time might not be right for them to read it right now, at some point they will, and they'll call in. I mean, we literally get a couple calls every single month where we mailed out a book years ago, wow. and they finally read it, and then they call in. Because wow. people don't throw away books. They throw away your brochures and proposals and all this other stuff, but they're not throwing away books. Yeah, that's so good. So I'm curious, right? Um, just you can't name your own book, right? But as you think, you guys are obviously very successful in business. Um, have built a really awesome practice in in business that you have going on. What is your most impactful book on your life and your journey, or what's a book you would recommend? I, I can go first just because I I wouldn't say this is the most impactful in my life, but it's one that I'm really kind of hot on right now. I actually have it sitting right in front of me. It's called Die With Zero. Hmm. Um, 
I've been sending this out to most of my clients. I feel like it's one of the best books I've ever written or uh, written, read. I didn't write it. (laughs) One of the best books I've ever, I wish I wrote it. Um, It's one of the best books I've ever read on kind of the intersection of fulfillment in life with money. Hmm. Um, It's by a guy named Bill Perkins who made a fortune, um, I think is an energy trader. Um, But it's, it's just a fantastic book to kind of get you thinking of what you want to make out of your life and how to maximize it and how to think about money. And um, I don't know, I've given it out to probably 25 clients in the last three months. Wow. And every one of my clients has been like, thank you so much for sending me that. It's it's made an impact. So, so wow. that's kind of one top of mind for me right now. Yeah. Mine, mine would definitely be um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yes. And so it, it, it made such a, an impact on my life at an early age. I read it in my early 20s, and I probably read it about you know five to seven times, more than any other book that I've ever read. And it really led us to starting our national organization that's an RIA and has a training company and supports financial advisors because it was really around the Mastermind Alliance philosophy, right? The idea of bringing together like-minded people that are all like rowing the boat in the same direction, but the collective wisdom of, of a mastermind. And that never, that always resonated with me. And it, it's what I look to build and even piggybacking off a strategic coach, they te- teach a concept called unique ability and creating a unique ability team, right? Where different people are gonna be experts or, or passionate and really good at certain things. And I think that's a lot of like resonates with the whole mastermind alliance philosophy that Napoleon Hill teaches is bringing together the best minds mm. to accomplish so much more. And so that was, yeah, that was mine. It's awesome. So good, yeah, so good. Dave, thank you. Uh, thank you both for coming on the uh, episode, Jason. Uh, before we close out, let people know how they can connect with you guys and where they can get the book. Yeah, the book's on Amazon, and we just uh, had a, a new version come out. U.S. News and World Report just ranked it uh, one of the top 10 books on Ooh. retirement planning for 2020. That deserves a round of applause. That's amazing, man. Oh, thanks, man. It was, it was so unexpected and, yeah, so exciting. So you can get it on Amazon. It is a true story about an actual couple that I took through the bucket plan process and had an untimely death of the husband. But it was uh, it in, what inspired me to write it was when when the husband died and the wife came in. And I showed her the bucket plan up on the board and put all her accounts in to remind her because he primarily drove the bus. She was in the meetings. And she just looked down for like what felt like an eternity. And she looked up and tears were streaming down her eyes. Mm. And she got up and walked around the table and gave me this bear hug like I never felt before. And was like, I'm going to be okay, aren't I? Wow. It was like at that moment, I'm like, I have to write this story exactly the way it happened when I met him a year and a half ago and built their bucket plan. And so, uh, yeah, it's a great true story. And a lot of advisors use it. It had nothing to do with us. But this book is uh, is sold a crazy amount because I think a lot of advisors are using it to give it to prospective clients that because they do bucketing too. That's I mean, so a good. lot of advisors do bucketing. So if you do bucketing, feel free to use this as a, 
a resource to engage prospects and turn them into clients. That's awesome. Awesome. Thanks again for coming on the episode. And thank you all so much for listening. You can dive deeper to this episode, get the show notes along with the video over at staypaidpodcast.com. And if you enjoyed this episode and want to show your support, head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review. And the best way to show your support is to simply share the podcast with someone that you know. If you want to get a hold of me, Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can follow us on social. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Agree. That was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Definitely did not disappoint. I would challenge the audience, right? We always want to give action items uh, for people to actually execute on because you can hear things all day, but if you never execute, then you never change your life. And I would tell you, man, there's such a powerful tactic and principle that they shared, which is the power of visualization and showcasing to your clients what you do for them, the complex things you're handling for them in simple visual formats. And I would encourage you, man, especially if you're in financial services, go get the bucket plan. It's a no brainer. But I think if you're in real estate, mortgage, doesn't matter your industry, think about your how you could apply these four phases where you have this discover, this design, this deliver, and this dedicate, where you can walk people through visually. I'm just thinking like my brother, a real estate agent, I want to call him and say, hey, dude, in your listing presentation, how are you sitting down with that prospect and showing them and mapping them out exactly what you're doing and have them listen to this interview? But remember, guys, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 